0: Show. I am of course your host Rob Burgess. On this, our 50th episode, our returning guest is John D. Domenico. You first heard John on the 42nd episode of this podcast. John D. Domenico is a professional actor, writer, performer, host, creative, and celebrity impersonator. For the last 25 plus years he has been recognized as one of the busiest and most versatile corporate entertainers in the industry. He has worked all over the world for some of the largest production companies and their end clients by creating a unique form of infotainment. John is originally from the Philadelphia area and now lives in Las Vegas. John attended East Stroudsburg University and graduated from Temple University with a BA in Speech Communications. John spent a year as a PR intern for US Senator Arlen Spector. He overcame a severe speech impediment to become an actor, impersonator, and performer. John has written and performed at national and international sales meetings, product launches, trade shows, and award shows around the globe for AT&T, SAP, Sony, and SC Johnson to name a few. John's specialty is seamlessly integrating his ever-expanding cast of celebrity and original characters into any meeting element by writing content-driven comedy that delivers and amplifies the key messages of the meeting. John has appeared in feature films including Meet the Spartans, Disaster Movie, 30 Days of Paranormal Activity, and Not Another Celebrity Movie as Donald Trump, The Love Guru, and Dr. Phil. John is the official Donald Trump on Conan, 12 appearances, Red Eye on Fox News, 21 appearances, *Trump Cast*, Fox and Friends, and Chelsea. He has also appeared on The Today Show, Inside Edition, Good Day New York, and many more. John is the only Donald Trump impersonator in the world to appear on the Today Show Australia, The Today Show Ireland, and this Morning Britain. Dimenico's Trump has been profiled on ABC News Nightline, NBC News, Vice Media, CNN, CNN Money, CBC, USA Today, Yahoo News, BBC Business Matters, Channel 4 Britain, and has been covered by several major print and online news outlets in the. US including The New York Times, Washington Post, L.A. Times, Adweek, McClatchy, The Hill, Miami Herald, Philly.com, NJ.com, Star-Ledger, and many more. DiDomenico is the only Trump impersonator to appear in multiple segments of Fox & Friends for a cross-promotion between The Apprentice and Embassy Suites with the approval of the Trump organization. John's Austin Powers impersonation has been recognized as the best by People Magazine and has been profiled on MSNBC. You can also find an extensive annotated list of as many media appearances as Donald Trump, which I'll be posting under this episode on the podcast homepage. On February 25th, Trump announced on Twitter that he would not be attending the annual White House Correspondents Association dinner on April 29th. On Wednesday, Alec Baldwin appeared on Jimmy Kimmel Live to discuss the possibility of filling in for Trump at the event.
1: I'm sure you hear it all the time, but I love it when you do President Trump. I think it's the greatest... My wife will say, I never imitated him or had anything to do with it. Lauren called me and said, you want to do this? And I go, no, I don't want to be Trump on TV. Because any time you have any kind of mimicry, it's usually somebody that you appreciate. You have some right. appreciation. Right, so They said to me, Trump. And I didn't hate Trump. I just said, oh, I don't want to do that. And Tina and Lauren kind of pushed me. And I do it. And you've seen SNL. And the moment the stage manager takes me to the, my mark for the first dress rehearsal at 8 o'clock, I had no idea what I was going to do. Really? I mean, literally, the moment I walked out there, I just said to myself, "He, you know, eyebrow up. I tried to stick my face out, my mouth out. I was in the makeup room, they're putting my wig on, and I literally, it was like a scene from like a mental hospital. <laughs> I'm getting the wig on me, and I'm sitting there the whole time going, Jaina, Jaina, Jaina. <laughs> I'm trying to do it again and again. It's sort of becomes, uh, so that it becomes, you see, you don't think about it. You're I'm shocked by that because I figured it was something you'd been doing. Oh, sorry, I, I should say, I worked on it for months. And so well, okay. no, it's even more impressive that it wasn't in your I didn't wheelhouse I really know, to I didn't really know. With. But there's a guy. Uh, who's on the internet? Who, I mean, it's interesting how there are people who, now that he's not going to the White House Correspondence Center, there are people who are lobbying to play Trump at the White House Correspondence Center. You are not so, one of those people? Well, I wouldn't say I'm not lobbying, but I mean, people, people would say, Would you do it? And there's a couple guys on the internet who are like, No, please, I'm the only man oh, who should yeah. play Trump. Yeah, no. And they're really kind of, there's like a lot of Trump. Competition, you I got own it. into this. No one will top you He'll on I'll Tell this. these guys. This well, thing, until they say, I suck. Nobody even knows who these guys are. Don't worry about. It. I you can't suck. say bad words that's because a- I gave it up for Lent. But, the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there will this one guy's lobbying. It should be whatever locked. the president hates seeing do it the most. And that's undoubtedly you. I say so. Wouldn't you love to be? <laughs> in that room with him, watching you do him, and how mad that must make him. Well, I mean, it's like to me, it's like he's so, when People say to me, what was your whole gag? And you know, as well as I do, because you're very funny, that you can kind of suggest the voice or suggest the way they look. But you got to try to think of who he is. And I've said this countless times. Like, to me, Trump was someone who, he's always searching for a stronger, better word, and he never finds it. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever you do Trump, He'll sit there and go, these people, they're great people. They're fantastic people. And I just want to say, working with them was. And and then he goes, a fantastic experience. (laughs) (laughs) He's a thesaurus. President Roger. He's a very limited thesaurus. He does. He's a a pamphlet thesaurus. Do you fear running it? In- well, I guess you don't run into the president. I guess it's not like. Uh, I'm with right- my assistant at, at, at Dean and DeLuca in Manhattan getting a cup of coffee. I run into Tony Kushner, the playwright. Uh-huh. And literally, there's all this stuff that's like churning in the media. And Tony Kushner turns to my assistant and goes, Is this your taster? <laughs> what? Like I might we're gonna try to rub me out. Yeah, I'm no, I don't that. think he'll do that. I think, in fact, in a way, I think you're safer now because he would obviously be the first suspect if you were to be, if you were to be killed. Don't worry, I will launch an investigation. and It'll start right at the top. Let me just do another season of Match Game so I can leave my kids some money. It's <laughs> war. You got to get the Trump family a
2: Match have- Game.
0: On Friday, CNN's Jeannie Mose filed a report on the controversy.
2: It's the impression.
1: I deeply apologize.
2: It's left an impression on the American psyche. But if you think Alec Baldwin practiced for months.
1: Wrong, wrong, wrong.
2: Baldwin told Jimmy Kimmel that at his first SNL dress rehearsal.
1: I had no idea what I was going to do.
2: I tried to stick my face out in my mouth out.
1: I was in the makeup room, they're putting my wig on, and I literally it was like a scene from like a mental hospital. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm getting the wig on me and I'm sitting there the whole time going,
1: "Jane, Jane."
2: 5 months after that first skit,
1: <laughs> I think it's her snips.
2: There's the whiff of money. Baldwin is co-authoring a book entitled You Can't Spell America Without Me, described as a so-called parody in Trump's voice. So-called Excuse me?
1: So-called, so-called judges.
2: Impersonators may also be judged. After the real Trump tweeted he will not be attending the White House Correspondents Association dinner, impersonators started lobbying to play Trump at the event.
1: You are not one of those people? Well, I wouldn't say I'm not lobbying.
2: Respected impersonators like Anthony Atamanik... We're gonna make America great again! are urging their fans to lobby the Correspondents Association. The hashtag MakeAnthonyTrumpAgain sprouted. One fan created a presidential directive urging the WHCA to invite Tony. The agent for another well-known impersonator, John DiDomenico, likewise lobbied the Correspondents Association. DiDomenico recently won a competition on The View. I cherish women. I cherish women. I must. I married three of them. So if the Correspondents Association decides to replace the real president with a pretend one, may the best Trump win. Are you kidding? According to Gina,
1: It's pronounced
3: Jaina.
2: Ginimo. CNN. Number four. (laughs)
3: New
0: York. And now, on to the show. Is this better? Yes, yeah, sorry. I barely hear you before,
3: but I can hear you now so good cool how's it how's it going man good i you know it's it's not as insanely crazy as it was before, <laughs> but it's um you know it's certainly interesting, yeah, yeah, you for know? sure. These Baldwin comments were, were you know, kind of
0: unexpected shot in the arm. Yeah, most definitely. Um, so what was your what was your first reaction when you heard that Trump was, was not going to do the White House correspondence dinner,
3: though? Well, I was like, well, that's interesting considering the fact that, that probably the reason he's president <laughs> was the night that he went there and, you know, Seth Myers and Obama kind of ripped him a new one. Uh-huh. And I thought, wow, that's that's interesting. If he's not going to be there, well, maybe I could be there in his place.
0: Right, because it sounded like that the correspondents were just going to do it. Whether or not he showed up, it didn't seem to matter. So if they're going right. to do it and anyway.
3: then in, in fact, I'd already reached out, you know, because I'm on Conan. Mm-hmm. I reached out to TBS because not only am I on Conan, I'm also did a bunch of... Um, digital shorts for TBS, as Trump. So I reached out to their uh, publicity department because Samantha B well over well over a month ago, mm-hmm. said she's having her own knock um, the white house correspondence dinner. Oh, okay. That same night. And I thought, well, and this was before he wasn't going to be there, and I thought, you know what? I'd really love to be in on this. I've done a lot of stuff. Since I worked for, you know, since I did the Trump cast, I've met a lot of people. hmm a lot of reporters, and I've been displayed a number of times, I thought this would be like a great opportunity. So I had started pursuing that, and um, didn't really get anywhere because they're still putting that whole thing together, and then, you know, Trump said he wasn't, and I thought, well, shit, I need to reach out to, I think it's Julie Winstead, or whatever mm-hmm. her name is, the woman who who's the executive director. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, everyone and their mother, I think, had the same idea. hmm and then, um, and, you know, and I didn't do a hashtag, but I did start tweeting towards um, the White House Correspondents Association. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then Baldwin, and I, and I it was weird because I don't watch Kimmel that much, but I was literally, I was watching it. And the whole thing with Baldwin and Kimmel went down, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> that was that was pretty wild. I
0: mean, for uh, for starters, he he in that same interview said that he basically didn't do any preparation either. That was the that other was thing. really
3: insulting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like it's well,
3: really was. Well, I mean, that's not yeah. a joke. Oh yeah, and, um, and I uh, and what really kind of. I mean, he said that, I mean, I think prior to that, Kimmel said, those guys are nobodies. Mm-hmm. No one knows who they are. But I know for a fact, um, through, I've I've had some meetings in L.A. for some projects, and those people have said, like, oh, Alec Baldwin, you know, he knows who you are. He watches your stuff. Mm-hmm. This goes back a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And I also know that... Um, Alec, Paul, I mean uh, Anthony, the other guy. Mm-hmm. He's um, he he watches him too because he obviously coped to the fact mm-hmm. that he watches both of us.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and by the end, he's saying "fuck those guys." Yeah. I thought that was Which a little. Because that was hilarious because, um, and this is pretty common knowledge, and um, but you know Anthony was the one who coined the phrase "jada." Uh huh. Yeah, and that and that was just a rip off of his thing. So I felt like between the two of us, because he really hit those guys, mm-hmm. and I thought is he, that's that's us, of course. And then specifically to Anthony's, um, you know, when Anthony posted that he wanted to do it, he said that oh, it's tooth, but I'll do it anyway. So I, I mean, I, it was, you know, uh, I it was like, oh, this is the most fascinating thing in the world. But what really blew my mind was because how many, you know how many between Fallon and Conan and Kibble and Samantha B and this thing and that thing these moments just kind of dissipate mm-hmm. well the next day there must have been five articles mhm and then like and a half and then the um you know like uh Vulture did one, and the A B Club did one, mm-hmm. and then Variety did one, and then CNN called me the next morning and said, you, "Do you have time for an interview?" Because we know that he was talking about you. <laughs> yeah, and right. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." And then, I, like, somebody else called for another interview, and then Politico called. So it was kind of amazing and it was and it was great. I mean, I don't take anything negative from it, it's all it's all good for me. Mm-hmm. You know. But you... I kinda of doubt I, I doubt I mean, if his hat's in the ring, I really highly doubt that they won't go with him. Uh huh you know because the whole thing's a
0: star-studded evening so sure absolutely but I mean I, I, you're not upset at like Anthony for example for wanting to get in too I mean you'd be, you're would be you doing the same thing so it's like you're not trying to elbow anyone else out necessarily you're just advocating for yourself and, instead of well,
3: yeah and, and you know the funny thing is the word lobbying mm-hmm. is such bullshit mm-hmm. everybody lobbies <laughs> because that's what you do for a role on a TV show sure. or in a movie my eight, you know like hey we read that this role is over Open, mm-hmm. And I don't mean necessarily, uh, you know, a a Trump thing, but you know, in this case, that's what it is. Like, when I booked the, the Wall, you know, you saw the Wall commercial, I mm-hmm. think I sent you that. When they're looking for a Trump guy who can stand in front of a crowd and improvise and be funny, guess what? My agent's gonna go after that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah, you're not gonna let that go. I mean, that's how you right. get jobs. Oh
3: boy, that sounds perfect for me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Um, but yeah, what did you, I mean, does it seem like he's just kind of protecting his turf. I mean, it seems like he's so high up on the food chain, it's kind of amazing how much vitriol there he has towards, uh, you know, he called you the guys on the internet, too, which I thought was funny, as opposed to, like, people out working. And,
4: and,
3: <laughs> and, and I think, I don't know if you saw what I posted on Facebook, but uh-huh. I, you know, I doubt he... I saw this, but I said, you know, I'm not just some guy on the Internet. Mm -hmm. I said, I've been on Conan O'Brien since August of 2015, and I've made over 35 appearances. I -hmm. said, also, I've been on Red Eye since August of 2015 and I've also made 35 appearances on that. I'm also the voice of Donald Trump on Trumpcast and I've done 80 episodes of that show. Plus, I'm the official voice of Donald Trump on Chelsea Handler and I've done four appearances on that. I've done three feature films. I've done over 100 live performances Mm -hmm. around the world. I'm the only Donald Trump to be on Australian television four times. I the only Donald Trump American Donald Trump to be on British television and was flown over to appear on This Morning because mm-hmm. I was performing over there. I'm also the only Donald Trump to be on um, The Today Show in Ireland. And there's a lot more of those. I'm also sure. the only Donald Trump who's been on Indian television. So for him to see these guys on the internet, it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, like, what do you have to fucking do <laughs> to get recognized <laughs> in this business as a comedian?
0: Right, like you're just somebody in your bedroom you know, doing yeah, something like, on I'd YouTube like
3: something or something. Like, yeah, I'm something, <laughs> I'd like to get guy that Trump refers to with the Russia hacking, the fat guy in New Jersey (laughs) sitting on his bed. It's like, I'm fucking killing myself working seven days a week. I did over 250 interviews Uh last year alone. And I'm not talking about, you know, I'm talking ABC profiled me on an episode of Nightline. Mm -hmm. NBC spent. Two and a half days with me traveling and did a profile on me.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, I mean, Vice spent two and a half days with me. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, right. some guys on the Internet, give me a fucking break. I'm in L.A. having meetings for major shit. It's like, give, it's like we're so close on this. And mm-hmm. we're just so demeaning. Yeah. <laughs> Last night, Tom Shalhoub, they did a shout-out uh-huh. for me on Red Eye. Uh-huh. And one of the comments, not on my Facebook page, but on the actual video post, somebody said, and mind you, I've got a a pretty long runway. I've got 12 years doing Trump, number Mm one. With Red Eye, I've got a pretty decent exposure, because it goes back to August of 2015. Um, But somebody said, I've tweeted to Alec Baldwin about John D. Domenico and he blocked me. And I thought, Oh, I've heard this before.
0: Wow. That's so petty.
3: <laughs> Alec Baldwin doesn't want to hear it. <sighs>
0: right. But it's like he kinda just walked into this role and now he's like acting like he's owned it for you know, however long. He's been
3: <laughs> writing a fucking book Yeah,
0: yeah, that was the next thing I was gonna mention. Yeah.
3: Twelve years <laughs> I've been doing this. I've written hundreds of scripts. Mm-hmm. Hundreds.
4: Yeah.
3: Is Alec Baldwin a writer? Did I miss a page in this <laughs> fucking story?
0: <laughs> yeah, not not to my knowledge. I'm I'm not aware of his literary output.
3: <laughs> I mean, I I get it. He's a big star. He's a movie star. But it's kind of like it it it, it it's it reminds me of. Did you ever work in a in a big company? Mm-hmm. Okay, years ago, one of the—I mean, you know, when I got out of school, I had to have a job. You know, I mm-hmm. was pursuing acting, but I worked for like a, one of the yellow pages um, regional companies, and I'm just—you know—I came up with an idea for this, an idea for that, and I came up with an idea for like a monthly newsletter, and, and every time I came up with an idea, mm-hmm.
4: somebody
3: else took the somebody else took credit for it above me,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and I remember like it, it, it kind of—you know. For people like us and you know luckily, because of the internet we're we're out there you can't You can't deny us a certain amount of exposure, mm-hmm. but for Alec Baldwin to just walk into it, and by the fucking way, <laughs> everyone forgets the fact that Daryl Hammond, who was the Trump on that show, for years, got shit on and pushed aside for Baldwin. Hmm.
0: I didn't know that. And I
3: don't know why no one makes an issue of that. No.
0: Nobody. So instead of bringing him back, they brought uh, Alec Baldwin on, over Well, him? do you
3: remember November 5th of um, la- last year? Not this past November 5th. Mm-hmm. But it was Karen Killian, um, the real Trump, mm-hmm. and Daryl.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: And then all of a sudden, when they started next season, when Trump had really gained momentum, Uh they were like, you know what? Daryl our guy, and he has been he's the longest cast member in history, but let's fuck him, <laughs> and let's bring in the single biggest gun we can, who's never done Trump in his life, doesn't like Trump, and obviously hasn't worked on The Voice. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's just going to so wing by it. On his own account, he didn't know what he was going to do until he got to the podium, and the fucking light went on. Let me tell you, that is like the antithesis of not preparing.
0: Oh, sure. Absolutely.
3: That's the antithesis. Yeah, no, I, I understood what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there with you, but um. Sorry, I'm. I got, like, my, my ninth cold
0: this year from oh, traveling. that's okay. Um, but I saw you were on The uh, the View, and you just won a competition on there, right?
3: Yeah, I won a competition. Who was judging that? Daryl <laughs>
4: <laughs> Exactly.
3: Right. And, and they chose from ten Trump impersonators around the country, because that's part of the Laugh Factory competition.
4: Mm-hmm. Right. You know?
3: And I'm not a you know, I'm not a competition. It's great to win, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But I mean, like uh, I like I said again, like I don't know what the fuck you need to do. It's I, I've been doing this for twelve years. I'm the second person ever to appear on national television as Donald Trump in two thousand and six. Mm-hmm. I'd already been doing him two years by then. The only person before me was Phil Hartman. Mm-hmm. I just, I just find it. I just find it. I mean, it's all very humorous because if I was for the or on a situation comedy or I was a movie star, this wouldn't even be an issue. Mm-hmm. But it, it, but the the lower you are down the food chain, mm-hmm. the harder you have to fight and the more work you have to do just based on volume alone, volume of work. Mm-hmm. I should be much further beyond, you know, much, much further ahead. Mm -hmm. But I'm not credited on Conan. I am credited on Red Eye, but Red Eye's on Fox at 3 in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? right. I'm not credited on Chelsea Handler. Uh, the Trump cast does credit me, but it's a podcast for Slate. You need to be a news junkie to be watching that. But things like the Wall commercial, the voiceovers, mm-hmm. um, the movie opinions, I mean, all that stuff's out there. And mm-hmm. I'm posting stuff like two, three times a day. I did a bunch of those. Um, I did um, Australia second. I did America first, Australia second. I did the official one, mm-hmm. that country, through the uh, weekly show. Show, which is the John Oliver show in Australia.
4: Mhm.
3: So I'm 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 you know I'm well known. Right. It's just I'm not well known. <laughs> sure. Yeah,
0: absolutely. But I think people that know, you know, who the Trump impersonators are, know what what you've done, and they they see you out there, even if the the larger public doesn't. Because I I do I do see that you get you know some you know maybe underground, maybe maybe not the right word, but you know what I mean. It's a little less yeah. than, than him. But I think I think you're you're making track. I mean, it is frustrating, right, to, to see somebody like that just kind of waltz in and be like, hey,
3: I own this uh-huh. now. <laughs> Yeah, and so there's days like I just think to myself, who do you have to blow in this <laughs> head? You know, I mean, just tell me. <laughs> I just want to know who it is. Sure, but uh, but you know, and 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 I'm, I, I, but all of this is. I say all of this, but at the same time, the mere fact that Alec Baldwin said this kind of elevated my mm-hmm. status, and people stepped up for me, and that was really, that was really nice. Sure, I mean,
0: that, for example, that CNN piece wouldn't have existed without without that, that, that then exactly. was just another exactly. signal boost, and, so.
3: And, and, you know, and Tom doing his bit, and then yesterday, um, somebody messaged me early in the morning and said, I just saw you on MSNBC, and I was like, what? you Mm-hmm And they said Yeah, yeah, yeah Just ran on Joe Scarborough I was like The fuck is it I didn't even know what it was What they had done is They had resurrected That story that NBC did On the uh, October of two years ago Where they, they mm. followed me around So they just started replaying um, It's called Trail of the Tapes Okay And I was like Oh, that's great
0: Yeah, that's awesome
3: That's great this, All this stuff's in the can
0: Uh-huh So Now, uh, I, I saw a thing on your uh, Twitter here About the person that plays Melania with you, Mira. Stuck. Mira. Yeah. So, uh, do you work with her every time you have a Melania, or is well, that...
3: uh, Yeah. The the, the few times. Uh, yes. The, 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 this is what happened. Uh, we've been. I've been trying to incorporate a Melania for well over a year because my feeling was as a as a just a marketing and business guy. It's like, okay, if I can nail down my Melania, get the photos done, I can be ahead of the game. Because mm-hmm. when that moment comes, I want to be be ready. I'm, uh, and then I was working with, started the process out here in Vegas, and it just didn't come together. And then a buddy of mine, who's a photographer in New York, uh I was there in the summer, and he said, "You got to meet this. You got to meet this woman." I go, "Really? Is she an actress? She's not really an actress. as' a comedian. She's not really a comedian, but she's she can kind of naturally be Melania." Mm-hmm. And her name was Mira. She came to the studio. We met that day, mm-hmm. and I thought, "Wow, she's re- she's almost she's too pretty because she's prettier mm-hmm. than Melania." Uh, and uh, but we we went outside and we shot a bit. I don't know if you saw, saw the bit where Trump du- Trump directs traffic. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> he was by Melania for that. Okay. Cool. And then we did a couple of other things, and then. I told my agent, uh, as Trump calls came in, let's see about trying to fold Melania in. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, with these types of things, it's always it's an additional expense. So it was a little tough in the beginning. But then we did a um, uh, the guy who, one of, one of Trump's business associates, uh, Alvin Siegel, Mm-hmm. His, uh, his, he had called me. I had done an event, his birthday, which happened to be on election night. Mm-hmm. He's a huge Trump fan. He won. I hosted his birthday party in in Montreal, of all places. And then when he won, the, his his people reached out to my agent again and, and said, "Hey, we're gonna have a um, we're gonna have a uh, uh, an unofficial." Inaugural party in Boca Raton at our house at our property down there. Hmm. We'd love to have John do his do a you know do his bit. And I, I they called me and I said great. I said would you like a Milani? And they said that would be incredible. So Mira came with me, and Mira's not a writer, and she kept saying, like, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? And I was writing, literally writing material in the dressing room, <laughs> which isn't very good, but we had just been had been so insanely busy. And she said something to me in Israeli, in Hebrew.
4: hmm
3: And I said, you know what? You're so much more comfortable in Israeli. I said, why don't you speak to the audience in Israeli? Mm-hmm. And and she said, Great and I told her what to say and my bit was my setup was this. I said, You know, I'm I'm so excited to be the president. It's gonna be tremendous, I have to tell you. And a lot of people I tell people that Milania is Slovenian, which is true, but She's Jewish. Milani is Jewish, so I wanted to. Now that I'm president, I can tell people that. <laughs> then she spoke in Hebrew, and it, just, it was just a funny bit, and it blew their minds. Yeah, right. They just blew, they just weren't expecting it. Sure. And that kind of killed her, that <laughs> crowd. And she and she kind of worked that night. And I'm always trying to get her in on every job, and you know, but you know, again, for the clients, it's another person, it's another hotel room, right, flight.
0: Right, right. But, I mean, if you're going to spring for it, it seems like it'd be good to get a package deal, you know what I mean? No, so. it, it's
3: great. It's great. And, um, one of the issues is, I think, she's not, like, super defined mm-hmm. as a personality yet. Mm-hmm. So, I think once that moment comes where she really defines her personality, speaking wise, I mean, obviously, we've seen her many, sure. many times. Mm-hmm. But once she chooses a, um, uh, her cause. I think that will really help. And that will also help with, uh, you know, a couple of the people that I know. I've I've been kind of inundated with (laughs) female performers going, I'd love to be your Melania. I'd love to be your Melania. I'd love to be your Melania. I get get emails all the time. Uh So... Place, right, which which is interesting, and then when Mira posted her story, uh I mean, didn't post it. Like it was mm-hmm. the, the New York Post, and some other people picked it up. She was inundated with guys saying, "I'd love to be your Trump." <laughs> and I'm thinking, did you did you see the story specifically said, "I'm her Trump"? So. It's funny, everyone's trying to muscle in on everyone's territory on this whole Trump thing, which
4: I find is hilarious. Right, exactly. Well,
0: I think people see that there's, uh, you know, blood in the water or whatever, and the sharks come out or whatever, so...
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, one of the great things that, and one of the reasons I feel very free to talk about Anthony is, mm -hmm. his Trump impersonation is so different Mm -hmm. than mine, Right. that I feel like we could literally work together. Together, oh, yeah. Because my, my Trump is pretty much the Trump you get. Mm-hmm. And I may even step back a little bit, because some of the stuff he says is so outrageous. I can't even say it. Cause a lot of the work I do is, is corporate and on normal, like, morning television, because there's really? a lot of morning TV. I can't even say some of the things has, <laughs> Even The View cut out some of my comments about Ivanka. is, like, what Trump's really thinking. Yeah, right. I would love to do the correspondence dinner the way that um, Bush and Steve Bridges did it. Do you remember that?
4: Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Because, you know, Bushy came out and said, Hi, how you doing, everybody? Good to see you. And then uh, Steve Bridges basically did what, you know, uh, uh, you know, did another version of Bush. But I would like to come out, hello, everybody. Hello, White House Correspondents Association. These people are tremendous, I have to tell you. And then Anthony would say, You guys are horrible, horrible. You're scum. You're scum. You're the worst. I would like to mass murder all of you. Because if you listen to his stuff, it's so fantastic but it's really like what Trump's thinking, you know? Yeah. So I would just, because ours actually complement each other. Oh, so yeah. A lot of people, and I've been told this, I've been reached out to, and I know it's happened to him because one guy, more than, more than one new Trump impersonator has reached out to me and has said, I've stolen a lot of your act, you and Anthony. Mm-hmm. So I think they're taking from both of us because we're kind of a compendium of, of Trump, I'm on one side of Trump, and he's sure. on the other uh, other side of him. So. Well, th- well, there's enough layers
0: to the onion or whatever that you don't have to just claim the whole thing for one person or the other. I feel like, yeah, right. you're right. It's a different take on on the same subject. It doesn't mean that there can't be both. You know what I mean? So. Well, yeah,
3: and and, and, and just in the real world, in, mm-hmm. in the real world, you've got Trump. You know, I love women. I cherish <laughs> women. I have to tell you. I have to tell you. And then you've got Trump. I grabbed her pussy. I I, yeah. I went at her like a Bitch. I went at her like a bitch, you know, but she's married. She's married. You know, it's like, this guy's psychotic. <laughs> exactly. I need a tic tac. I need a, have a tic tac. Anybody ever take, Bushy You ever take that? Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. how how, uh, how uh, terrible must uh, Billy Bush feel at this point, that he's out of, the, out of, out of work and, and he trumps the president?
3: I would be, I would be incredulous. Like, what did I do? Oh, <laughs> I, I, I was just, just there. <laughs> you know, at least the Nazis had, I was just taking orders. Yeah, exactly. You I know, Billy Bush, like, I, 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 you know, and you know Billy, Billy Bush, he knew, when you listen to that. Uh-huh. He knew the mics were hot. I mean, anybody who wears a mic all the time, because sure. I do events all the time, and you're very cognizant of wearing a mic. You notice.
4: Uh-huh.
3: He didn't say a lot. Mm. He just egged him on.
0: Yeah, basically. <laughs>
4: yeah,
3: he when was just kind of walking the With a microphone ride. on, you know everything is recorded. It is. It just, it just happens. Yeah, because they're always rolling sound. They're not always rolling video, but they're always rolling sound.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, people are like, "Oh, he was secretly filmed." It's like I think he probably knew the lapel mic was there. <laughs> Can't imagine yeah. that
3: was you know, a surprise. Well, it's because it's attached to your tie and there's a pack on your waist. It's not by accident. Yeah, it's like having a colostomy bag on your side.
0: Exactly. Um, but uh, I also saw that you were on. Uh, unre- Russia tele- Russian television. Yeah. How did, how did that I, come
3: about? Oh, listen. I have another one to post to those. They sent me two scripts. They said, we want you to do the official one and then we want you to do the unofficial one. Oh. Great. They sent me the unofficial one and the last line was fuck America. And I said, I am not <laughs> going to say fuck America. I will not record that line. And they said, I said, here's what I'll say i say, fuck Europe, because it said, Russia first, fuck Europe, America second. I said, that's what I'm willing to right. do. I had to change a bunch of the lines.
4: Cause oh, was, wow. Like,
3: and I'm like, this is Russian TV? Yeah. bored. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Apparently, you don't have to have the, quite the same self-censoring uh, thing for, uh, for them as you do for morning shows, I guess. <laughs> right,
3: right, right. And I just thought, the, the bit is actually funny. I'll probably be posted a little later today. It's the unofficial one. And even, what's really funny about the unofficial one, they remove the RT from the video. Really? Yeah. Wow. Which I thought was, mm, that's interesting. And they put another, um, whatever you call those things, uh, another logo mm-hmm. on, the, uh, on the video, on the overlay. Right. Huh. And I, it was pretty funny. But that, I wrote my agent back and I said, did you read this strip? <laughs> he said, no. She goes, I, I can't say this. She goes, oh, my yeah. God. She was like, oh, my God. You know, when somebody reads something for the first time and you hear them reading it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess it's you didn't read this. Like, it, it's basically pro-Putin all the way.
0: <laughs> oh, sure. Absolutely. Right. So it's pretty funny. That's pretty funny, yeah. I got a I I kick out of that one. So <laughs> that, that'll go up a little later.
3: And um, I did a thing for uh, Danish TV or Hol- in Holland. Uh-huh. And he just, they just reposted that, too. So mm-hmm. it's interesting that a lot of people are... Um, a lot of people are in the same boat. They're like, "Oh, we already did this with John. Let's repost it and try to get some detraction out of it."
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. But um, what can people do to help you uh, get on the White House correspondence Dinner? Here,
3: uh, I just you know use the hashtag uh, the Johnald J O H N A L D to the number two host, the Jonald to host.
0: Okay. Awesome. Well, I, I certainly hope you make it, and uh, that would that would be awesome. Uh, is there yeah,
3: any... it would be. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not holding my breath. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you, <laughs> well uh, you got my vote, but um, yeah, is, is there? A... You
3: know, I think that we could really sell it is if you know if if they go with with me and Anthony. just... You know, side by side of two different podiums—that oh, would
0: be hilarious. That would be great. I would love that. But um, is there anything else uh, you wanted to promote here? <laughs>
3: um, let me see. What, what's coming up? Um, I've got a bunch of you know, uh, just a bunch of international bookings come, well things are falling together so just just the usual live corporate stuff things like that awesome you know but you know i promote my um, my youtube channel okay cuz that's that's really what is coming down to is mm-hmm. you know people people finding my stuff and i'll put videos up now and within a couple of hours um i'll have and th- these are not staggering numbers by any means but mm-hmm. you know to to put a video up and within an hour to have 3 400 views is is pretty amazing that's in a couple of days to have a thousand and uh, it's kind of like wow this is uh, I'm putting stuff up and people are finding it a lot faster
0: oh yeah absolutely cool well I'll promote that as well yeah awesome yeah
3: Yeah. so that's like youtube.com forward slash dido NYC which is D-I-D-O New York City NYC awesome that's that's the first four letters of my last name okay yeah because honestly I mean (laughs) <laughs> it's ironic what what Kimmel said, but that's really where I'm going to have to end up being to <laughs> build this out even more. I am. am We're working. We were. I was working with a set designer to build the White House press office in my house.
4: Oh wow, a mini version. And uh, but unfortunately, I don't think Trump will ever set foot in that room.
3: <laughs> no, I, I really don't. He's going to do it. I mean, wh- wh- I forget what room. I forget what room he's been in for his press conferences but he always has a bunch of shills Uh, he quadruple he doubles the size of the press corps so there's a lot of people in there that aren't you know
0: right to 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 laugh at the jokes and to yeah
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. because we all know how Oh, the press corps has always laughed at all the jokes of all the press and, <laughs> and applauded too because that's what you want an unbiased media who applauds and laughs exactly you know, cool man, man. <laughs> alright man thanks I really
0: appreciate it yeah thanks a lot talk to all you right, soon see ya. bye If you enjoy this podcast there are several ways to support it i have a patreon account which can be found at www.patreon.com forward slash rob burgess show patreon i hope you'll consider supporting in any amount also please make sure to comment follow like subscribe share rate and review the podcast everywhere it's available which includes itunes youtube soundcloud stitcher google play music facebook twitter internet archive TuneIn, and rss it really helps The official website for the podcast is www.therobburgessshow.com. You can find out more about me by visiting my website, www.thisburgess.com. Until next time.